Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Oh, yeah. 
JM in the AM with Shlomi Dax. Yehia Chodesh Hazeh. Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Have not gotten any reports yet from Nitzi Vote, so I don't know how the uh, Rosh Chodesh Nate's service, the Rosh Chodesh Sunrise service, went to Nitzi Vote Israel. I'm assuming it was amazing. Anybody who has reports for us, uh, you know, let us know. Especially uh, if you have a first-hand report, if you were there. Let us know how things went in uh, Nitivot this morning. In uh, what was a uh, an amazing move to take the Rosh Chodesh musical service that uh, generally is done in Englewood, New Jersey, and for one Rosh Chodesh, move to Washington, D.C., next to the White House, and move it to Israel, to Nitivot, pretty close to the Gaza border, and with many Israeli soldiers in attendance. If we get a report, we'll let you know exactly what we hear right here at JMNAM. I'll tell you some news I did hear this morning, and that was the birth of a brand-new baby girl to Niima and Svi Borowski. I don't know, is it Borowski or Borowski? Either way, <laughs> they are celebrating the birth of a brand-new baby girl, and that means that... Uh, my niece and her wonderful husband have their bichorah, have their firstborn, and to uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal and Rabbi Yigal Siegel, we wish them a very special mazel tov. They are grandparents of this young lady. And to the Borowski Mishpacha, a very special mazel tov as well. And to Naima and Svi, we are so happy for you and uh, loved waking up to this news that on Rosh Chodesh Shvat, uh, we get uh, an additional celebration. In addition to Rosh, celebrating Rosh Chodesh, we get to celebrate the birth of your brand new baby girl. And also the 11th of January, which was my parents' uh, wedding anniversary. So on their secular wedding anniversary, their great-granddaughter was born, which is pretty cool. Anyway, so Mazal Tov. And anybody out there who uh, attends uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal's class in Tehillim, uh, via Zoom or any other method, and anybody out there who's in touch with uh, the amazing Yigal Siegel, who most recently joined us, of course, when we were broadcasting from Jerusalem at the end of December, make sure to wish them an extra special Mazel Tov. And to um, Rifki's parents, the Grossmans who are in Israel, in Jerusalem, I wish them a very special Mazel Tov as well as they celebrate the birth of their latest great-granddaughter. So Baruch Hashem woke up to amazing news, wonderful news from the Holy Land, and I'm so happy I get to share it with all of you. Rosh Chodesh Shvat morning on this 11th of January, again the day number one in the brand new month of Shvat. You heard Shlomi Dax before that, Yaakov Wasilowitz with uh, Lo Ira, Songs of Soldiers, Volume 2 with DJ Farbreng and Eighth Day, Shuli Rand Hadani Mamin, Tfilas Haneros from Ellie Seidenfeld, Barry Weber with Shia Gross, song entitled Lehisvada. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning in Chodesh Tov. So today, Yaakov Rosenblum is going to join us. We'll play for you one of his brand-new singles. Uh, he's a young artist who's uh, making his mark. Uh, from what we're told, he's a very talented young man. Anyway, he'll join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll talk about the brand-new single. And um, Elliot Auerbacher, who is... Uh, becoming more and more high-profile because years ago he started uh, grilling for the IDF, grilling for IDF. He'll join us. I think he's here in the United States, actually, doing some fundraising for the organization. So we'll have an opportunity to speak with him about the amazing efforts on behalf of our soldiers 
uh, coming up. Um, listener Tikva on the app says Boker Tov. Listener Devorah says I was privileged yesterday to attend the prayer session at the Kotel. Our bus was partly sponsored by the Hostages Family Unit. So important is the nation's prayers to them. Well, no question about that. We met family members there and expressed that we prayed daily for the hostages, speaking to them and hearing their pain. Truly breaks the heart. May Hashem answer the pleas of all Amusrols speedily. I was discussing this with somebody uh, the other day. As, as time goes by, we hope and pray, and, and it's so hard sometimes to hold on to that hope as time goes by, but we hope and pray, and please, please hold on to the hope that the hostages will be, will be home soon. Uh, on this Rosh Chodesh, let's, uh, let's dive in with uh, even more meaning, even more concentration. And keep in mind our brothers and sisters who are being held by the enemy. All this, by the way, with the backdrop of Israel appearing at the ICJ to defend uh, the South Africa genocide charges. Amazing. The enemy is holding over 100 of our dear brothers and sisters hostage. And this is the focus in South Africa that Israel has uh, transgressed an article of the Genocide Convention. Uh, and when it comes to this, we are we are very familiar with the real truth. But what can I tell you? Oh, I was happy to see that uh, that there were many people marching in a pro-Israel protest outside of the ICJ. So at least that. But um, we know it's hard to come by friends these uh, these days. We have to appreciate every friend we have in our community and outside of our community. We have to appreciate every friend we have. JM in the AM, it is a Rosh Chodesh morning. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on this Thursday. More coming up. Here are the rabbi's sons at JM in the AM.
משהו גדול מתנגן כאן. Jewish Music FM, האתר הגדול למוזיקה יהודית. היכנסו אלינו לאתר www.jewishmusic.fm Treasures of another kind 
התמונות השירים הסרטים שעוברים לי בראש אם רק ננשון ניתן ליום הזה לרדת התרחקנו מעט זה הזמן לדבר מקרוב איך בסוף מה שחשוב אומרים בשקט ושנינו באותה סירה קמים בחוץ לסערה ואת אומרת בואי לעיקר תנחם אותי תן לי עוד סימן שיהיה טוב ותקבל אותי לא חשוב Shalom, Malachi, Shalom, Malachi, Elio, 
J.M. in the A.M. with Isaac and Rubenstein. Shalom Aleichem is the name of that one here at J.M. in the A.M. Trying to figure out, not that I like experimenting with uh, everybody listening, but I'm trying to figure out what happened before. Where it sounded like we drifted into uh, some type of uh, other radio station or something. It was so strange, unless there was a website open that I just wasn't aware of. So this is the end of the... Oh, there it is. All right, so I'm not crazy. It's actually attached to that file of Betsy for I, I got to alert the authorities about this. Oh, is that funny? All right, at least we solved that mystery. J.M. and A.M., good morning. Uh, before the Isaac and Rubenstein selection, you heard um, Atta Holech with uh, our friends at Waterbury. Ellie Marcus had Hashem O's, eighth day with Just Like You, and the Rabbi's sons with Hallelujah and Betsy's words. From Hallel, after all, today is a half Hallel today. Day today is Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Wishing everybody a wonderful Rosh Chodesh. I got a video. I want to thank Dr. Joe Rosazada. He sent me a video of the uh, Rosh Chodesh musical service from Nitivot this morning, and it just—I mean, it looks spectacular. It looks like you can't tell how many people are there, but the place is absolutely jam-packed. Uh, and it looks absolutely spectacular. So big yeshikach to everybody who went and was part of it. And uh, we'll continue to uh, remind people about the Rosh Chodesh monthly musical services 
which are so inspiring. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background. Yeah, we are hoping for Kulamba Bayit, that's for sure. That's something that we continue to hope for, that everybody should be home, our hostages should be home. Pray extra on this Rosh Chodesh Shvat, everybody. Pray extra with great concentration for our brothers and sisters who are being held by the enemy. And continue to pray for our soldiers who are on the front lines protecting Jewish people around the world and, of course, protecting the land and the state of Israel. Yeah. Galait Sal in the background to our news from Israel coming up. Galait Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday. Rosh Chodesh is next. We say Boker Tov and Chodesh Tov from Jam in the Am. Galait Sal, Hashash Time. Shalom Rav, Baul Panehud Graf, Im Mashekorach Shav. לפני זמן קצר הופעלה התראה על חדירת כלי טייס עוין לגליל העליון. לא דווח על נפגעים או על נזק. הדיון בבית הדין הבינלאומי בהאג ננעל בשעה זו. במשך שלוש שעות הציגה דרום אפריקה את טיעוניה נגד ישראל בפני 17 שופטי בית הדין, ובהם נשיא בית המשפט העליון בדימוס אהרון ברק. אחד מהטוענים, נציג דרום אפריקה, טמבקה נוקטובי, הציג במהלך הדיון ציטוטים של נבחרי ציבור ישראלים. The deputy speaker of the Knesset has called for the erasure of the Gaza Strip from the face of the earth. The defense minister, Yoav Gallant, said that as Israel was imposing a complete siege on Gaza, there would be no electricity, food, water and fuel because Israel is fighting human animals. סגן יושב ראש הכנסת קרא למחיקת רצועת עזה מכדור הארץ. שר הביטחון יואב גלנט נתן פקודה לצבא ואמר, ישראל תטיל מצור מלא על עזה. לא יהיו להם חשמל ומים, כי ישראל נלחמת בחיות. ככה תובע הדרום אפריקני. תובע נוסף מטעם דרום אפריקה, ג'ון דוגארד, אף טען, עזה הייתה למחנה ריכוז. יש רצח עם בכל מקום. שליחנו להאג יניר קוזין מוסר כי במקביל לדיון התקיימה מחוץ לבית הדין עצרת של משפחות החטופים בהשתתפות מאות בני אדם. עשרות מבני משפחות החטופים מתכנסים בשעה זו בגבול רצועת עזה. המשפחות הגיעו עם ציוד הגברה עוצמתי וקוראות ליקיריהן שנמצאים בידי החמאס כבר 97 ימים. מירב לשם גונן, אימא של רומי שחטופה בעזה, קראה לביתה בעצרת. מדבריה סמוך לגבול רצועת עזה הביא כתבנו גל ג'רסי. הגירעון בתקציב המדינה זינק ל-4.2% בשנת 2023, מעל לתחזיות. מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ישראל פישר. 
מנתונים של אגף החשב הכללי במשרד האוצר עולה כי עלויות המלחמה עד כה היו 24 מיליארד שקל, ובגלל הגידול בגירעון נוצר בור תקציבי של 77.5 מיליארד שקל. בנוסף, הגירעון בתקציב המדינה זינק בסוף דצמבר ל-4.2 עשיריות, נתון גבוה מהערכות הגירעון שפרסם משרד האוצר רק לפני חודש. הנתונים האלה מחזקים את עמדות הכלכלנים שדורשים שהתקציב שיובא לממשלה ביום ראשון יהיה אחראי ויכלול קיצוצים במקומות הנדרשים. בג"ץ מחק עתירה להפסקת כהונת ראש הממשלה נתניהו בשל הפרת הסדר ניגוד העניינים שלו, בעיקר בשל המלחמה בעזה שעצרה את קידום השינויים במערכת המשפט. עוד נכתב בנימוקי פסק הדין כי ראש הממשלה התחייב לפעול על פי הסדר ניגוד העניינים שלו. כתבתנו לענייני משפט תמר שונמי מציינת כי העתירה הוגשה לאחר שנתניהו הכריז כי הוא נכנס לאירוע למעורבות בשינויים במערכת המשפט. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות וגשם ירד לפרקים מהצפון ועד צפון הנגב. במדבר יהודה וים המלח ייתכנו שיטפונות. הערב והלילה, בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה, יוסיף לרדת גשם. אלה החדשות שעורך יואב מאיסי. להתחדשות, ברכה והצלחה, וכולנו נייחל לפרנסה טובה, מוזיקה ותקווה. שלום ביני ובינך, הלוואי נפתח את הלב, כולנו בשמחה חסדי השם.
J.M. in the A.M. with Chaim David. That is a um, selection entitled Zehayom. Evan Moasu, also words from Halal on this Rosh Chodesh morning from the Rabbi's sons. Hashivenu done by Sholi. Eliyahu Chait had Nigun Hamidbar. Yivarecha was the Solomon brothers. We opened up the hour with Yaniv Madar and a song entitled Chodesh Tov here at J.M. in the A.M. Wishing everybody a Chodesh Tov on this Rosh Chodesh Shvat, day number 11 in the month of January, the very first day in the month of Shvat, and here we are on a Thursday at JM in the AM. You know what Thursday means? It means we have a full schedule of amazing programming all through the day. Make sure to check out our lineup, including the live lunch conducted by Yossi Zweig starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. You'll want to make sure to be tuned in. And then at, uh, that is followed by Tani Gutterman and Tani Talks Parsha. And that happens Thursdays here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Let us know what's going on. Um... Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin of Yosef Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basri of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the Parsha, Vayikach Moshe es ishto v'esponov v'yarkivei malachamor. And Moshe Rabbeinu took his wife and his sons and he set them upon the donkey. Rashi HaKadosh tells us, Chamor HaMyuchad, it was a specific designated donkey. And in fact, it was the same donkey that Avram Avinu saddled for the Akedas Yitzchak. And it is the same donkey that the Melech HaMoshiach will use in the future. The Daki HaShlemus says, there is a deep illusion in these psukim, what is the kesher between the Akedah, the return of Moshe Rabbeinu and his family to Egypt, and the Bias HaGoyel, the coming of Mashiach, Bimheir of Yomenu? The answer is that when Avram Avinu went through the great Nisoyen of the Akedah, he went with Mesiras Nefesh, with great self-sacrifice. So too, Moshe Rabbeinu, endangered himself and his family in order to go back to Mitzrayim. And so too, the Geula Asida, the future redemption, will come in the schus of the Mesiras Nefesh, of the self-sacrifice of Am Yisrael. Oz Davidian, an Israeli farmer, is a superhero. On October 7th, when terror struck the world, Oz took his truck and he made 20 trips back and forth under fire, under the missiles, in order to save approximately 120 people from the rampage. When the reporters asked him, how is it possible that you could risk your life and do this? He answered, when you see hundreds of young people, 
You see people wounded and dying fleeing into the fields and the terrorists shooting in every direction. You put everything to one side, the fear, the family. All you think about is getting these people out to safety. In the schus of their great Mesir Nefesh, Be'ez Hashem Yisparach, may all of the soldiers, all of the chayalim of the Tzva Haganali Yisrael, be successful in all of their missions and return home safe and sound. Yehiratzon, that all of the hostages be released immediately and return home safe and sound. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Shoot one.
JM and the AM on a Rosh Chodesh morning. With words from Halal, of course, Ma'ashiv, Yeshiva Boys Choir here at JM and the AM. It is a Thursday, uh, January the 11th, the first day of, of Chodesh Shvat. Today is a Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM and the AM. Remember all the uh, traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Uh, Yalav Yavo, half Halal. Special Torah reading, Musaf, Baruch Inafshi, whatever your custom calls for on a Rosh Chodesh morning. It's a one-day Rosh Chodesh. Um, on a Thursday here at JM in the AM. Well, Yaakov Rosenblum is with us live via telephone. 40 years later, we are uh, uh, featuring and having a conversation with yet another talented member of the musical Rosenblum family. He's with us live via telephone because we were made aware of the fact. I thought this was a new release, I'm ashamed to say, and then I <laughs> we, were, we were made aware of the fact that it's been out for quite a while, and the reason uh, we're doing this conversation now is apparently... As uh, people um, gravitate to all the uh, smachot and all the public gatherings that are going on in our community, apparently this song has become a really, really big hit. It's called Lasos Ritzoncha. Yaakov Rosenblum, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate that. Congratulations on your success. The singles that uh, we have featured on the air now. This for us, brand new one, Lasos Ritzonka. What's going on out there? I mean, this is this is one of those songs that's really caught on uh, that the young people are uh, singing are singing on uh, every possible occasion. Listen, Hashem, you know it's uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of it, and Baruch Hashem, it really took off. So only only good things, and it's Hashem. And obviously, we'll play it. Who wrote it? Who's responsible for the song? Um, I like to give credit to Akash Baruch Hu. You know, he sends me the ideas. That's, that's not a joke. But uh, I, I really, I did, com- I did compose the song um, a while back in Yeshiva, in Rabbi Center's Yeshiva. Um, How does a young person realize they have the ability to compose? And anybody who's been a listener of this show for for decades knows that I'm always fascinated by the whole process. How did you discover that you have the capabilities of actually writing a song it's a great question um listen when you have uh my zadie as an example it definitely sets a big uh <laughs> a big big uh you know path to fill but it's um it's, i can't really explain it it's, it's really just i believe it's my task and hashem helps me out it's it's, it's not dumb but we get it done what does Zadie Avraham Rosenblum say about your music? Does he analyze the type of style it is? Is he surprised that it uh, that it does or does not follow the familial line of compositions? <laughs> for sure, for sure, it's definitely a different style. You know, we like to bring our own flavors, but um, but I definitely I bounce things off of him all the time. Do you, and, um, do you get into conversations about his material with him? I mean, do you revisit some of the uh, great hits of the past that that we, we were listening to when we were your age uh, and, and, oh, and start analyzing musically, uh, you know, what it was that he and others were able to do? Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I mean, you know, nowadays it's just the, the, the technology is incredible. But uh, what they were able to do back in the day, you know, it's, it's some great sounds. You know, it's incredible. 
Yeah, no question about that. Jakob Rosenblum was with us live via t- He's describing the era that I lived through, so I'm, uh, I'm getting some enjoyment out of that. Uh, Jakob Rosenblum was with us live via telephone. So th- this is, uh, it, w- what degree of musicianship are you up to? Uh, how did you discover that you actually, you know, could, I'm assuming you play guitar, am I right? Yes, I do. W- was that an arduous task? Uh, it, it, in my lifetime, um, per, you know, always loved music. So, you know, at some point as a kid, you pick up an instrument and start taking, you know, a couple of formal lessons and you see if you're into it. And I found it to be very tedious, difficult. And here I am years later, uh, where, you know, as many people out there are, you know, just do, never feeling that it was, you know, was, was worth all the hard work, uh, were the first couple of years of training on that guitar difficult for you? So I'll be honest. My first, my first instrument was actually a piano. Um, I started playing piano when I was about four years old. Um, I got lessons and I took it very seriously and I was playing, you know, very complicated compositions and had teachers and, you know, it was, it was pretty intense, but you know, it was, it was, it was, good. It was I mean, until, un- a- until someone becomes good at something that, you know, it, it's hard to enjoy something you're not good at, frankly, you know, it can be frustrating that whole process, but you remember that first year or two on the piano as, you know, as enjoying the, you know, the difficult regiments of going through lessons and all that? Definitely, definitely was difficult, but, um, and I can't say I enjoyed it the whole time, you know, but I have to give my parents some credit. They, uh, they pushed me to continue. Um, and I, I, I only picked up guitar, uh, you know, just, just before I left Yeshiva. So guitar is, is definitely more new. Um, I always wanted to play guitar, you know, having a grandfather such as mine, you know, definitely, yeah, you know, you definitely have the inspiration there. You know, he, you know, he enjoys jamming with great guitarists. Uh, does he enjoy jamming with you? Sometimes I have to, you know, I get a little self-conscious, <laughs> you know. I mean, how do you keep, up, keep how up? How do you keep up with someone like that? It's a great, it's a great question. You know, he's, my Zadie's, uh, my Zadie's still, still jamming, still, still shredding it. So it's pretty incredible. Still jamming. He's got those decades of experience and he brings it to the stage every time and, or the studio, and, and frankly, you don't have to sell us on his abilities. It's pretty amazing, and, and to have him as a resource must be phenomenal, uh, both on the composition. On the composition, and I know. Does he ever point out that you know there, there's things you're doing in terms of how you play guitar that he would suggest you alter? Like, does he ever point stuff out that physically, you know, things would either sound better or you know be more comfortable for you if you made certain adjustments? Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, it's it's always a friendly tip. You know, never comes with anything negative, but uh, of course, you know, as a, as a supportive baby, he's always there. <laughs> Must give him tremendous nachatzis and the whole family. Why not, to say the least? Yaakov Rosenblum is with us. All right, so how many are you responsible for? I mean, we've, we've done a couple of your singles on the air. Have you written 30 songs, three songs, 300 songs? Like, what, what are you up to in that whole uh, arena? So, Baruch Hashem, I've written a lot of songs. Um, in terms of releases, the only songs that I've composed. Um, I have two of them released. The first one I composed in 12th grade, it's called Shema Karenu. Um, it's out on all platforms. You can stream it, see it, listen to it, wherever. Um, and then the second one that I composed was 
Las Asesanja. And then there was a third one, but we'll get to that <laughs> if you guys invite me back on at some point. All right. Um, we'll talk about that in the future. And Las Asesanja caught on because was there a specific orchestra that's been playing it a lot? Or I don't know, is there, is there somebody out there who's really responsible for pushing it forward or just generically or organically, I should say, uh, made its way through the community? Listen, I, 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 that's not me, you know. I just, I try to take it to a different level, and it's really just no. I get, I, I, I get that. With. I'm just wondering, like a popular orchestra, you know, insisted on putting it in their playlist every night or something like that. Well, not necessarily. I think I think it it gained popularity over over multiple streaming platforms, and people just love it, and people ask it for weddings and one one band after another and the sheet music's there and it just keeps going it well and we'll get to the song in a minute folks we'll wrap up the conversation by playing lasso's son Yaakov rosenblum is with us and it leads to all of this because here's the news that we were given the news is that you're going to be the opening act at the southeast region annual ncsy concert which is going to be happening on january the 21st i'm assuming this is down in baltimore right this is actually in baltimore believe it or not all right, so Baltimore, Maryland, get ready. Because, yeah, you'll have Benny Friedman that night, and you'll have Simcha Liner, but you'll also have Yaakov Rosenblum on stage um, playing on January 21st for NCSY. I'm assuming if they if people just search NCSY uh, Southern Southeast region, they'll they'll get information about the event, right? Oh, absolutely. You can visit, uh, you can visit the website online. What do you think of being on the bill with these guys, uh, Benny Freeman and Simcha Liner? I mean, what does Yako Rosenblum wow. say to being matched up with these fellas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a close. It really is. Very exciting. It's an incredible opportunity, and I'm hoping to, to, do, to do good by it. That's a shem. All right, so Baltimore, Baltimore, pay careful attention. Yaakov Rosenblum, <laughs> Benny, you like that, huh? Benny Friedman, Simcha Liner, January 21 for NCSY. And I would bet, I would bet that our legendary friend Avram Rosenblum is going to be in the audience that night. I'll bet my bottom dollar on that one. Also, by the way, we owe you a Mazel Tov because you're getting married in a couple of weeks, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, where, coming, you know? where, where's, your call, where's your kala from? My kala is from Baltimore as well. Nice. Hashem. Um, and uh, it was very exciting. Very, very exciting. So we're wishing so. a Mazel Tov to the Rosenblum family. And uh, who are we wishing a Mazel Tov to on the other side? Uh, your Kala's uh, family name. The Openden Mishpacha. Oh, we know the Openden's. The ones that with the uh, roots in Oceanside, New York? Sure. <laughs> How do you like that? I'll tell you. How do you like that? What a small world. Pretty amazing. Send them regards from the old Cat Masora family. All right, everybody. Yaakov Rosenblum. Yeah, he's a Hassan and he's getting married January the 28th. But there's also other big news in January, and that is that he's on the bill for the Southeast Region NCSY event in uh, Baltimore, January 21, with Benny Freeman and Simcha Liner. And this morning, we get to feature this, what we're going to call a brand new single, but apparently, for a lot of people in the worldwide audience, it's a single they're very familiar with already. It's called Lasso's. Ritzoncha. Yaakov, best regards to everybody and, and seriously, continued success to you. We love when young people get out there in our community and exhibit their talents and show everybody what they could do through hard work and creativity and uh, we just wish you the very best going forward. Mazel Tov and good luck the 21st. Mazel Tov on the wedding and thanks for checking in this morning. Having me. A pleasure. Lasos Ritzoncha, Yaakov Rosenblum, JM in the AM.
Yeah, hey, Bravo, call the mock, this is a boy, 
J.M. in the A.M. with Tovi Eichler wrapping up the hour. That's you. Hey, Rava here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, Miles Cohen had Tefillah La'ani. You heard Lasso's done by Yaakov Rosenblum. I thank him. J.M. in the A.M., good morning. Rosh Chodesh morning. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Keep that in mind. Full Thursday schedule, by the way. Uh, full Thursday schedule today. Coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, it'll be Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. Finding comfort in the uncomfortable and Parshas Va'era. That will be uh, Charlie's focus. Um, 10 o'clock for Jew in the City Speaks. Allison has Grammy Award-winning singer and songwriter Victory Boyd discussing Israel, relations between the Jewish and black Christian community, and more. 10.30 for um, Mary Mel Wallach and That's Life. I believe she's featuring the uh, comedians who are traveling around Israel this week. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig at 11 a.m. At the 6.30 p.m. at Simon Jacob with Ralph Madeb, the uh, Dr. Ralph Madeb of M&M Importers and the compassionate Nunzio Castaldo of Panabianco Imports. They'll discuss uh, kosher wine. The Kosher Terroir at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time with Simon Jacob. Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zamek, sponsored by Kedem, is at 7 p.m. Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. 
uh, starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time. It's all happening today, Thursday, after all, here on the Nahum Siegel Network. All right. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Thank you. 
השם, נגילה, נגילה ונשמח אחרי. זה היו עם עשה השם, נגילה, נגילה ונשמח אחרי. זה היו עם עשה השם, נגילה, נגילה ונשמח אחרי. זה היו עם עשה השם, נגילה, נגילה ונשמח אחרי. Hayoim 
the Miami Boys Choir and Zahayom Asa Hashem Nagila V'nismechavo words of course from Halil on this Rosh Chodesh morning Mordechai Ben David with Zahayom before that Shlomo Kalbach with Zahayom before that hey it's Rosh Chodesh morning all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh including Yalaviyavo special Torah re- half Halil special Torah reading Musaf Barchinafshi whatever your custom calls for it's Rosh Chodesh morning Rosh Chodesh Shvat here at JM in the AM. Elliot Auerbacher is with us live via telephone. Many of you are likely familiar with the fact at this point that there are people going around Israel grilling for the IDF, literally providing tremendous sustenance, much-needed nourishment, and a tremendous boost of morale to soldiers around the country. What separates Elliot and his um, outfit from so many others is that they've been doing this way before October the 7th. But you could imagine since everything uh, since everything happened on Simchus Torah, grilling for IDF has had to step up their operation tremendously. But they walked in with a tremendous amount of experience. Elliot Auerbacher, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's great to be back. You're in the United States now, right? Uh, I was actually here for a couple of weeks doing some fundraising. Uh, the first million dollars that we raised was uh, totally organic without any fundraising efforts, uh, mostly of checks of 18 and 36 and $54. Um, and uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you're looking at it, um, we've done since October the 8th, um, over a hundred thousand meals 
compare that with 11,000 meals during our first three years of doing barbecues. And uh, we've burned through about 75% of the money we raised. And uh, they sent me overseas to go raise some more money. So that's what I'm doing here. Uh, by the way, let me mention because this is a this is one of our featured uh, projects. Frankly, on the NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed page, those of you who want to give to Elliot's efforts, he, his staff, his volunteers, all the people that are uh, going around Israel grilling for the soldiers, go to GrillingForIsrael.com. There's a big donate button at the top of the page. Use it. Grillingforisrael.com. By the way, when we were in, we, when we were in Israel, we, we've seen a whole bunch of people who are um, you know joining groups who are going around the country barbecuing. Are you, are you enjoying some volunteer support from outside the country? So we've gotten groups from Hafter and Halb and uh, Fifth Avenue Synagogue and uh, Lincoln Square and schools and shuls from L.A. and from Atlanta and from Texas and from all over the world. They're calling us. They're coming out with us. They're grilling with us. They're seeing how their dollars are, are affecting the soldiers in a positive way. They are also coming with us to feed some of the displaced families from the south and from the north. And uh, um, all of it is uh, really special and uh, something that we're offering you know, to our volunteers and the people who are donating to us and all of those things is uh, – you can actually come out with us on a barbecue and see how your dollars are moving the needle in our direction of adding chizuk and morale and just just a show of love from overseas, from Jews around the world to the guys who are in the front line who are putting their lives on the line. It's almost an embarrassing thing that they're thanking us for coming out there and doing it. <laughs> and a real thank you goes to them yeah. for putting their lives on the line to protect us and uh, protect our way of life. Hey, you don't have to convince us. We know how important your effort is as uh, as much as it's, you know, all about the uh, the, the food and the um, and being there in, a, in such a physical way sustenance way for our soldiers but it's a tremendous morale boost and an amazing way to say thank you elliot auerbacher is with us so how long does it take to train a volunteer to make a good burger or steak uh, we don't let the uh, volunteers at the first time walk up to the barbecue. We, let, we, we give them a spoon and let them serve the food. Um, they have to they have to prove themselves at the barbecue in order to uh, to be able to to take a spatula and actually uh, cook the food. It's it's food. It's pretty important to us. Uh, I want to give you a, just a quick something that somebody said to me in Los Angeles last week. I was complaining to him that it took us a couple thousand years for us to get our Medina back. And now we're fighting for our survival. And isn't it sad that our country doesn't have the money for all of the helmets and the vests and all of the different things and even basics like food and, you know, sometimes water that we shipped out. And he said to me, it's actually the exact opposite. He said that Hashem runs the world and Hashem is giving an opportunity to Jews everywhere in the world to be a part of this. Yeah. I agree and with I that. said, wow, what a great way to look at it. And, um, you know, so we're, we're not looking, you know, for anybody to do anything except uh, be a part of us and uh, join us and uh, help us do what we're doing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. We've, we've, we've read about plenty of armies in history that have starved or have frozen, and uh, we're doing everything in our power. I hope we're doing everything in our power. We're certainly making the effort to make sure neither of those things happen. 
and that our troops are taken care of physically. All right, so what's the preference of an Israeli soldier? Is it, uh, is it um, rare? Is it medium rare? Is it uh, well done? What's the preference of the average Israeli soldier? The average Israeli soldier, it's a little bit past burnt. <laughs> really? That's how they like it? <laughs> uh, the majority of Israeli soldiers did not, did not grow up eating meat. Um, steak is not something that's more than a decade into Israel. Um, and they didn't really know how to cook steak. So they really ate meat very well done. It's only the couple of, uh, you know, imports, the, uh, the Olim, the Americans, the Canadians, the South Africans who ask you for a rare steak, uh, cause they know that how meat is supposed to be eaten. But right. in general in Israel, they, they, they really do like it a little bit, uh, a little bit burned. You know, what's funny is I, I really thought that I was dreaming about the whole availability thing when it comes to meat, but you're confirming it for us. And until a few years ago, it was not, it was not normal to find what we would call American style steak. And it, and it is over like the last 10 years. I don't know how they did it. I don't know who started importing it. I know there are, there are guys in the country making uh, a good living from, you know, uh, on, in terms of distributing it, but it's a big change over the last decade, right? A hundred percent. When I got to Israel, I used to order meat by the number. You ordered a three or a five or a nine. And I you remember have to like that. Look at the chart. I right. remember that. What did those numbers mean? What was it? What was it? A measurement? What was those, it? Those not, they, had, they, had, they had a chart. They keep a chart still on the wall. And the numbers are pointing where on the, on the animal the meat is coming from. Right. But, but Americans are used to ordering a brisket or a skirt steak yeah. or, a, you know, or a rib steak. We, and, don't, we don't know from numbers. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way you're, serving, you're serving a lot of soldiers who grew up in the United States. I mean, they, um, we're serving some, uh, the, the majority obviously are, are, are Israeli. Oh, but come on. You, you have yeah. to, I'm sure you come across North Americans, no? Or everywhere. We come yeah. across, uh, um, every, every, every walk of life from everywhere. And it, it's special sometimes that, uh, we find people from our hometowns at a barbecue or yeah. coming out of a vehicle just out of Gaza that, you know, know somebody that, you know, and sure. it, it's, it's even more special. It's even more special when yeah, that happens. It's pretty amazing. Elliot Auerbacher is with us. Look folks, the bottom line is, you know, what's going on here. They're going around the country making barbecues. You could serve up to how many soldiers in a typical night? We've served over 4,000 in a day um, at, at barbecues on bases. And when we're talking about serving, you know, pushing the food out to the different bases where we're cooking in one place, we've done over 7,000 in, in a given day. But our, our average day right now is about uh, 1,500 to 2,000 ILM and uh, displaced families. So you're doing in a day sometimes what you used to do in a year. Correct. It's a... Uh, We've had to up our game. Uh, we, we do have now, we had 85 volunteers on October 7th. We have over 600 volunteers today. Uh, grillingforisrael.com. We can't recommend it enough. It is a 501c3. Grillingforisrael.com. Serving the soldiers of Israel. There are sponsorship opportunities. Obviously, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can schedule an event, be in touch with Elliot and his folks, and they'll tell you exactly when to be where if you're bringing a group to Israel uh, and, and see what they're doing. And uh, it just it, it, it puts an amazing smile on the face of a, uh, of, of, of a full soldier, meaning a full stomach, of a full soldier when they're able to uh, you know, get meals like this. 
grilled for them on the spot. So what's the most popular item? I mean, I would assume that it's got to be the burgers, right? That's what you're making the most of? The burgers The burgers are by far the most popular item. In fact, Rabbi Pruszanski from Teaneck, who made Aliyah, was at a barbecue last night. And I had an event in Teaneck, and he made me a video, and he was talking about how it might be the best burger. He's, <laughs> he's definitely the best burger he's had in Israel. It might be the best burger he's ever had anywhere. So... <laughs> <laughs> Very and nice. it is, it is, and it is, and it is two hundred grams. So it's almost a, a half a pound burger. So it's a real big meat burger. A it, very, it, it, a, it really is good. A very nice wartime endorsement. And do you get buns? I mean, do you have hot dogs and uh, and hamburger buns, or that's uh, that's at a premium in Israel? We don't do hot dogs. We definitely have hamburger buns. That, that you know that that goes without saying. Uh, we do steaks. We do burgers. We're doing a lot of lamb these days. The soldiers really do like the keves. Um, something that you could ask your listeners, uh, anybody who's coming to Israel and wants to throw a large container of Montreal steak seasoning in their suitcase for us, it, it is our spice of choice. It does make a big difference on the taste of the meat. Um, that's what so it's. That's what it's. That's, that. what, that's what it's called. <laughs> Montreal steak seasoning. It's McCormick's. It's Montreal steak seasoning. It's available on Amazon and Costco, and uh, uh, we do go through quite a bit of that. But it does. It makes a big difference in the taste of the food, and yeah, there are people uh, who we, we do care. We do people, care about the food. There are people who would bring you that. Why not? And what's the condiment sure. of choice among the Israelis? Are they putting onions on top of their burger? Is it ketchup? Is it something else? What are they? What's the condiment of, or the dressing of choice on a burger? Dressing of choices, ketchup mayo combination. They like the mix of the ketchup and the mayo. Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. Our Israeli colleagues going the ketchup ketchup mayo routes. <laughs> don't don't they know that traditional traditional Americans are who know so much about burgers are really an almost exclusive ketchup route only? Very interesting. I got to come with you guys. Forget about eating with you guys. I got to come just to interview the soldiers about the food choices. I, I, need to know, I need to know what goes into a ketchup mustard combination uh, routine. I need to find out how that started. Was it in their home? Did they study, get that in yeshiva or some other place along the way? Did they find it in a foreign country when they went uh, you know, to travel the world? I need to find out. Well, the ketchup mayo combination, they actually sell it on the shelves. They call it mayo catch, uh, mayo, something like that. It's a combination of the words ketchup and mayo together. Yeah, I've seen and that. And they sell it They sell it already mixed on the shelf. So uh, I don't know where it came from and how they got to it, but that is their uh, that that is their squeeze of choice on top of the burger. Interesting. So no one's slicing onions and putting a whole onion slice on top of their burger. Um, no, I mean, some people do throw coleslaw on top of it. Lettuce, tomatoes, like I mean, you know, yeah. anything yeah. else? <laughs> it, that, that's, a very, that's, a very, that's a very American burger. A lettuce, tomato, onion, you know, that's a very American burger. It's not, not an Israeli-style burger. And, um, you know, they're, they're not really used to an American barbecue. I mean, they're, right. they're used to much more of wings and hot dogs and things like right. that. Oh, and, the uh, wings, I forgot. Did, the wings must be a big deal. We don't do it. We don't do any chicken at all. I uh, mean, they get enough chicken in the army. We, right. we come with meat and meat and a side of meat, and uh, they like it. They like it a lot, and uh, we always uh, um, end up with um, extra food at the end of the night, and we stop off at all the pillboxes wherever we're going on the way home or the um, the different uh, uh, you know checkpoints. So there, there, are, there are hungry soldiers everywhere, and because there's so many in uniform right now, it's... Uh, it's impossible not to bump into a hungry soldier by accident. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at war. We're at war. No joke. 
sometimes when you're in something, you don't realize how serious it is. Uh, but grilling for IDF has, uh, has really helped out with this volunteer effort. And as much as we uh, joke about the, uh, the need for, um, you know, barbecues for our soldiers, uh, they are serving an amazing purpose, feeding the soldiers, giving them a big morale boost and bringing people, volunteers to visit with them and, and show them how much people around the world really love them. Um, you can participate, you could donate, uh, you could have an event, uh, sponsor an event, schedule an event. You can uh, see all the possibilities if you go online. Go to grillingforisrael.com, grillingforisrael.com. Help Elliot Auerbacher and his staff, all his volunteers, to make this a, a continued success as long as the soldiers are out there. And uh, we know that's going to be for quite a while. Uh, let's make sure they have uh, what they need and that they have this uh, tremendous boost of morale that Grilling for Israel um, and the soldiers gives them grilling for israel.com be as generous as possible elliot i hope your efforts here in this country are fruitful and that people respond nicely and uh and continued success we we admire any group that that started on october the 8th but when you have a proven track record because you've been doing this for years it, it gives you an extra uh you know e- even more i should say because they have credibility but even more credibility in our worldwide community so continued success and we hope things uh, continue to go well as uh, as you bring all the um, delicious food and the wonderful morale from around the world to our soldiers in israel i mean thank you very much a pleasure more coming up and it's thursday it's rosh chodesh it's jm in the a.m Who כי השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, עמוביכם, להושיעתכם, ונאמר אמן. כי השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, עמוביכם, להושיעתכם, ונאמר who Kiashemelokem, <laughs> <laughs> 
Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yishmor Fiatil Et Chayaleinu Mikot Zara Vetuka Mikot Nega Umachala Vishlach Beracha Beracha Vyatzlacha
JM in the AM with you. Huda Green. Hodlashem. Rosh Chodesh morning. Half Hallel today on this Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Mazal Tov to Naima and Tzvi Borowski of Jerusalem. Brand new baby girl as of early this morning, or I should say as of late last night in Israel. It was early this morning here. Mazal Tov to... Um, Rabbanit Rivka Segal and uh, Rabbi Yigal Siegel. They are proud grandparents. Um, wonderful news to wake up to this morning. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, before Yehuda Green, Ellie Seidenfeld with the Achenu Medley, Ani Mamin done by Avi Peretz, Arye Kunstler with the Tzahal Selection. After our conversation about grilling for the IDF, mayo chup. Is that what Elliot said? Did he say mayo chup? That's the combination of mayonnaise and ketchup. Mayo chup. <laughs> I don't know. It actually doesn't sound so bad, frankly. Uh, if, I was in the, if I was on the other side of the world and I needed something like that, I may go for it. Simple as that. J.M. in the A.M. Rosh Chodesh morning with a reminder. Kedem presents the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek beginning at 7 p.m. tonight, Eastern time, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. 11 o'clock for Yossi's Weig and the Thursday live lunch. A couple hours from now. All of our great Thursday programming coming at you. Simon Jacob with the Kosher Terroir at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time before we get to the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. And Tani Gutterman with Tani Talks Parsha right after Mark Zamek in the Erev Shabbos show at about 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight here on the Nahum Siegel Network. So lots of programming, plenty of stuff going on. No need to touch that dial, that's for sure. Malcolm Homeline tomorrow, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time for the weekly update right here at JM in the a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Here's something from Dvekis.
Thing you can be sure is true and he wrote it unequivocally 
There ain't no Michelin in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Michelin in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Michelin in a Cleachly She. You can try for all eternity. There ain't no Michelin in a Cleachly She. Cleary Show, Cliche D. Well, there's a different case to see. I could say with positivity. There ain't no Michelin in a Cleachly She. Don't take much to conclude this world has little certitude. Oh, yeah. In years past, high fat could kill. Now it's a diet pill. They don't work. There are at least two sides in each debate, and stocks will always fluctuate. Yes, they but do. hero died, it's guaranteed. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. You can try for all eternity. But there ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. Cleary Show, Cliche Nee. Well, that's a different case, you see. It's an inescapability. Yeah. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. So, I know not. The food in that bowl sure seems hot. That's no cause to make a fuss. It's all about in whom you trust. Rev Moisha said that it's a fact. Not the farmer's almanac. And that's sure good enough for me. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleachly She. In a JM and the AM with Journeys off volume number five with Ain't No Bishel in a Cleachly She. L11 with Shmai. Oh, we're dedicating that, by the way, to those who are on a train in China. Anybody right now who's on a train in China? That song's for you. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleach Lishi. Yes, we do actually know somebody who is, and some of you might be able to guess who it is. Shmai Yisrael from L11. Dveik is from, yeah, Chef Barry probably knows who it is. L11 with uh, Shmai Yisrael. Hodu done by Dveikus, an oldie but goodie on this Rosh Chodesh morning. And Hodu Hashem is from Yehuda Green. Uh, listener Don recommends that we wrap things up with something from the Clay Zemmer from many decades ago. And that's how we will wrap up a Rosh Chodesh Morning Thursday, right here at JM in the AM. Oh, no, 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 no,
Achena be Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AchimSingle.com on the AchimSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday, Rosh Chodesh here at JM and the M. Plenty coming up. Whole host of great Thursday programming, including Yossi's Wagon, the Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock tonight for uh, Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Preceded at 6.30 p.m. by Simon Jacob and the Kosher Terroir. After uh, Mark and the Arab Shabbos Show, it's Tani Gutterman at 10 p.m. with Tani Talks Parsha. And, of course, Charlie Harari is next. Allison Joseph's at 10 o'clock with a brand-new, very important show. Uh, Jew in the City Speaks. And, of course, Miriam Alwalek, brand-new at 10.30 this morning as well. So lots of great programming. Keep it here all day long. Do not touch that dial. Have a fabulous Thursday, Rosh Chodesh. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.